challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to start this podcast with a quote, one of my favorite quotes uh, from a man by the name of Albert Schweitzer. Albert Schweitzer, the great missionary statesman musician. But he said something very, very important. He said, the tragedy of life is what dies inside of a man while he lives. The tragedy of life is what dies inside of a man while he lives. And I want to talk about this because I believe it is the plague on modern manhood because most men don't understand what is dying inside of them while they live. Now, I'm going to be careful about my words in this podcast only because you can describe what I'm trying to talk about in a variety of terms. But There is a spirit in a man. Let me begin by saying I believe that we as human beings are primarily spiritual beings inhabiting a body. We don't have to get too religious about this, but the bottom line is we, I believe, are not just what we see. We are not just what a surgeon sees inside of us when he opens us. Um, We are more than that. We are spiritual beings and we occupy a body. So all of that to say that When we are made, and I believe we are made by a God, but again, let's lay aside the religious aspect for this for just a moment. When we come into the world, uh, we are spirit, um, we have a spirit, and we occupy a body. Now, when a man comes into the world, when he comes into the world as a male baby, grows through boyhood, becomes into manhood, um, just like it's it's just as true for women, but let me just talk about men. Um, there's a spirit on the inside of him. It's a spirit that is there to empower what he's meant to be. The spirit of a man is meant to be strong and bold. It's meant to guide him in his moral life. It's meant to empower him to be the noble man, the great man he's meant to be. Um, it's a supernatural force. It's a spiritual force. It's a moral force. Um, it's the strength of what it means to be a noble man a good man. Uh, It's a power on the inside of him. I believe God given to help him be what he's meant to be, to help him to do what he's meant to do in this life. Now we can talk about, you know, later religious conversions and the spirit of God living on the inside of him. And I'm happy to have those conversations anytime. But for the sake of this podcast, I simply want to say that a man has a spirit on the inside of him. He comes into the world, uh, a spiritual being, spiritually empowered to be what he He's made to be. Same is true of women, but I'm going to let somebody else talk to the women about that. Now, the problem is, and by the way, there are many terms for this. One of my one of my dear friends, Ryan Mishler, uh, talks about the sovereignty of a man. And by the way, he's coming out with a great book on sovereignty and the sovereignty of a man, and, and how he's meant to walk in a certain amount of sovereignty and control of his of his surroundings. Great concept. Uh, I, I I choose not to use the word sovereignty. I'm not I'm not in disagreement with my friend. I just want to go a different way. I'm talking more about the the spirit of noble manhood, the spirit of great manhood. That's on the inside of every man. Uh, Other men's teachers, other men who uh, speak to men use different terms, but I'm just simply going to talk about the spirit of great manhood, the spirit of greatness, the spirit of, 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 of righteous masculinity that's on the inside of every man. 
Now, what most men don't know is that how they live either strengthens and enhances or weakens and dissipates the spirit on the inside of you. This is, I believe, why Albert Schweitzer said the tragedy of life is what dies inside of a man while he lives. Because you can either be dying as a man on the inside or you can be gaining gaining strength, gathering momentum, uh, be, being fiercer and, and more righteous and more powerful on the inside, one or the other. It's all a matter of how you live. It's all a matter of how you nurture that force on the inside of you. Now, this is the kind of stuff, this is the kind of information that fathers should be passing on to sons. The the tribe of men, the tribe of elders, the band of brothers should be teaching to the young. This is stuff we ought to be taught uh, by the time we're, gosh, 13, you know, 12, 13. As we step into manhood physically, we should be talking, we should be taught about what happens to us spiritually. But that's not, that's not what most men receive. I had to learn this stuff much later in life. Um, I've told you many times I had a father who was a a decorated war hero father, military career, um, but he had a hard time talking to his son. He was a good example in a lot of ways and, and, and a good father in terms of a stable home and, you know, at the dinner table every evening at six and, you know, wasn't drunken and wild living and what have you, but he could no more have sat me down and talked to me on the edge of the bed, you know, about what it meant to be a man or take me out hunting and talk to me about manly lore. He had no ability to do that. So many of you are in the same in the same boat. So what you need to know, I don't care what age you are right now, I don't care how much uh, you've lacked this information, here is the truth. You are a spiritual being, and if you are a man, there is a manly force, a manly spiritual force on the inside of you. And how you live either enhances it, strengthens it, uh, gives it rain, or uh, it dissipates it, it weakens it. And I would suggest that when you live immorally, when you live weakly, when you live only for pleasure, uh, when you live in a manner that violates your conscience, uh, that you are weakening that force. I'm not saying it's only moral, uh, but it certainly is moral. uh, And it's also uh, strengthened by you stepping up into your responsibilities and doing what you're supposed to do. I've told the story many times, and I'll tell it briefly now, uh, about my daughter. I, my daughter is, is now in her late 20s, but uh, at the time that I'm speaking of, she was going to a high school. And it was a private high school, so I had to go pick her up, uh, and, 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 you know, alternatively with her mother. And I, I, when I went to pick her up, you step into a large atrium, uh, and the kids would be waiting there for their parents to come in. My daughter told me when I was driving her home one day that when uh, sometimes when I would walk in the door, of this big gigantic atrium and she was talking to a boy and the boy had his back to the door so couldn't see me walking in she said just me stepping in the door uh sometimes these boys she was talking to would immediately gentle up she said sometimes they'd take a step back it was as though since i was in the room even though they couldn't see me they felt something different and they related to elizabeth differently she said in fact at one point one of the boys messed up and called her ma'am well they were both 16 i mean you know and by the way these boys weren't doing anything nasty they wouldn't have done that and she wouldn't have allowed it it was just that i walked in the room they couldn't see me and they gentled up they treated her differently now why would that be the case well i'm not complimenting myself but 
The fact is that by that point in my life, I had begun to live out righteous manhood. I had begun to live in a manner consistent with my conscience, recognizing that I had a supernatural power on the inside of me to live out a righteous life, um, to be a man, to be a noble man. I had loved and disciplined and trained and taught and prayed for and cared for my daughter uh, in the flow of that, in recognition of that. And of course, I had spiritual authority for her life. Of course, dynamics changed around her when I was nearby. As one of my friends jokingly said when I, um, in fact, my daughter said it at the time, and then a friend said it later when I said, well, honey, what do you think that is? She said, well, Mumfasa was in the house, (laughs) referring to the Lion King. Now, I'm not trying to say that I'm some big thing, but in her life, of course, I have authority. And of course, dynamics around her should change when I'm nearby. Well, what's my point? We are spiritual beings, and we as men have a spirit on the inside of us. In fact, we are spirit, and how we live, whether we live righteously, whether we live taking up our responsibilities, um, whether we live in a manner consistent with our consciences, whether we live morally, and I think all of you who listen to this podcast know whether we live uh, uh, as unto God, whether we, we live for him and we live in light of his truth and in light of his requirements of our lives and in light of his power, I think all of that determines whether we are dying on the inside or we are gaining strength and growing from strength to strength as men. I think you die on the inside when you live immorally. I think you die on the inside uh, when you live only in terms of your lesser drives, when you steal, when you lie, when you live a drunken life, when you live an irresponsible life, when you live, the old English word would have been dissipation. I I like that word. Uh, Living in dissipation meant just living a low, mean, drunken, uh, meaningless life and dissipating your energies, dissipating your strength, dissipating your power. So that's really what I'm talking about. If you're living a drunken, immoral, lying, stealing, irresponsible, um, you know, just, just low level life, then you are draining out the power on the inside of you You are living beneath it. You are wasting it. It's leaking out of you. Um, but if you're living a life in which you've recognized the meaning for that power, the reason for that power, you've stepped up into your responsibilities, you're, you're, you're living a moral life, you're living in a manner consistent with your, uh, with your conscience, um, you're living in league with other men who check you and help you, and yes, you have a lot of fun with them as well, um, you're strengthening that power on the inside of you, you're giving place to that power, uh, you're, you're, you're letting that spirit on the inside of you, that spirit of noble manhood, that spirit of greatness for which you are made, you're letting that hold sway, we'll see it's gaining strength. It's going from power to power. It's it's gaining control over your life and it's becoming a guide and an empowering of you. I think essentially you can live two different ways where you're dying on the inside or you are gaining strength on the inside. I think this is what Albert Schweitzer was talking about. And I'll have to say from my observation, most men today are dying on the inside. Most men today are dying on the inside. In fact, I think it's reflected in their bodies. Um, most of the testosterone as a whole is lower in men today than it's been in generations. Um, most men are living aimlessly. Most men are in decline according to almost every measurable statistic, uh, measurable standard. Uh, most men are, are losing vision. Uh, they are uh, declining uh, compared to women. And we're not in a tug of war. You know that I believe there's not just one pie. We're fighting for a percentage of it. I think 
think the pie is constantly growing, but, but men are not the achievers. Men are not breaking barriers. Men are not accomplishing what they could be accomplishing in our generation because essentially they've been told that they are uh, out of sync. They're anachronisms. We needed them when we needed them to you know, tame the frontier and tote the barge and lift the bale and raise the steel, but we don't need them now in an information age. It's a lie and our society is suffering for it, but men who believe that live, you know, strip joint, drunken, high, you know, overweight, under-challenged, under-committed, irresponsible lives, and they're dying on the inside. When I, when I meet with most men, I look in the eyes of most men who are in crisis, they're dying on the inside and they know it and they don't know what to do about it. And I think the beginning of it is to recognize that as a man, uh, that you are, you have a force on the inside of you. You have a God-given spirit on the inside of you. You're meant to live a moral, conscience-guided, a responsible life, investing in the lives of others, using your strengths for the glory of God and for the good of people, and in league with other men, doing good in the world. Yeah, having a lot of fun along the way. I have a great time with my band of brothers, but my point is that our main purpose for being together is to help each other be better men. So let me put this between your eyes. Are you dying or are you gaining strength? Are you dissipating and leaking out the spirit that was given you to be a great and noble man? Or is it gaining sway in your life and gaining power and leading you on to greatness? How you live determines whether you are dying on the inside or being raised to greater power. I don't mean to be too religious in my language, but gaining in power, gaining in strength, gaining in that, that, that the empowering to be a noble and a great man. We'll talk about this more, but take some time to ponder your life from that perspective. And by the way, think about your sons. Think about your son-in-law, sons-in-law. Think about your friends. What's happening? Are they dying? Or are they gaining strength? Are they growing as noble men? Are they living in the God-given power to be noble and great men? Hey, do me a favor. Go on iTunes and write a review of this podcast. Tell people what you think and let some people know about it. We're going to impact a lot of men uh, here in the Great Man Movement. Be sure and check out, of course, as you already know, greatman.tv and then Great Man TV, of course, on our social media. Let people know about it. Write some reviews. Let's build a Great Man Movement together. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.